was a busy day here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus as the Cleveland Browns continue to get ready for their rematch against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Jake Belenzik. Welcome back to From the Podium. Today on the show, we're going to hear from four players and all three of the Browns coordinators. The players were up first. They spoke in the locker room and cornerback Denzel Ward was up first. He talked about how his neck injury is feeling and he tells us what he sees in the Steelers offense. You know, do you mm. think that that was yeah, I, I kind of felt it was a little cheap shot. Uh, he got me, you know. Uh, I felt it was an unnecessary hit and uh, probably could have been a, a penalty on a play. But, I mean, it's, it's football. It's stuff happens. Um, so, you know, it's all good. You know, I don't wish no bad on nobody. But, uh, yeah, I just I got got, you know, so it's all good. You gonna fight him next time? Huh? You gonna fight him next time? No, nah, man. I, like I said, I don't wish I don't wish no bad on nobody, man. Like I'm just glad we got the win. That's the main focus, and um, just hate I couldn't be out there though for my guys uh, that game. But they did a great job, but uh, found a way to get the win and did that. Have you guys heard back from the league office about that? I mean, I know you guys were gonna send it in. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten any satisfaction that they also thought that it wasn't a legal hit? Um, no, I haven't. But I mean, I, I'm, I got all the satisfaction I need. We got the win, so that, like I said, that's all that matters. When uh, you were checked for a concussion, at this stage of your career, are mm-hmm. you concerned when you're even checked? Um, no, that that's just yeah the concussion. So that's just protocol. I mean, anytime there's any sort of uh, head or neck contact uh, in a game, uh, the league uh, do their due diligence and um, checking for a concussion. So that's pretty much just going through the protocol and the uh, demands of what's, what we're supposed to do. Um, I didn't feel I had a concussion or anything, so uh, I mean, I was fine. Now that a day has passed since the news came out about Deshaun, mm-hmm. just your, your thoughts on you know losing such a key part of this yeah. team and, and what you and your teammates on your side of the football are gonna you know, be able to do to help compensate for his loss? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough loss, obviously. I mean, you guys are seeing uh, what Deshaun was capable of out there leading us to that uh, victory and uh, just what he's been doing. He's been building every week. So I just feel bad for Deshaun. Uh, I know he wants to be out here so bad with us and uh, competing and playing and uh, trying to achieve our goals. But um, we just got to step up. We all got to step up. DTR, PJ, um, the defense, everybody. We just got to all step up, continue to do our job. And I mean, we don't need to do anything um, out the ordinary or something different. Just keep being us and uh, everything else to take care of itself. Denzel, Coach said that he you know, rallied you guys together and, you know, after Deshaun's injury. What's the mood, what was the mood like after um, him talking to you Yeah, like I said, it, it's tough. I mean, Deshaun, he was a, a key piece, obviously, uh, to our team. But um, like I said, we just got to refocus on the assignment at hand, and that's a final way to go 1-0 and each week. You mentioned, you know, guys don't need to do anything out of the ordinary, especially on your side. Mm-hmm. How much do you got? You, it's, it's one thing to say that. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to be in those situations and, you know, naturally, mm-hmm. muscle memory, whatever, think it or whatnot. But just how big of a focus is that in your meeting rooms and on the practice field that, hey, we're good doing what we need, what we're doing now. Let's not try and be a hero out there. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. We don't need to be heroes out there. We just all need to execute our job and assignment. And um, that happens every day, just going out there and practice and doing what we're supposed to do, handling our job. And um, I say everything else to take care of itself and uh, just can't do too much out there. Denzel, most people uh, not associated with the team watch the Steelers, look at their offense and wonder, how the heck are they 6-3? Mm-hmm. 
Do you understand why they're six and three? They're a good team. I mean, Pittsburgh always been there, well coached. Uh, they got great players over there. Um, so I mean, it's, I don't think it's no surprise that, that they're a good team. And uh, like I said, the guys that they have over there, coaches they have over there. So I mean, they're a tough team, and they're going to bring a challenge uh, every week going against guys. Does that ever get frustrating every time you look at the standings that there's somewhere in there? I mean, that's our entire entire division. I mean, it's a, it's a tough division. Everybody's close. Everybody's fighting to win a playoff spot. And, um, I mean, it's a challenge each week. So uh, I think we're up for the challenge. Like I said, every week, I think we're up for the challenge and um, enjoy the competition and uh, see where we are come the end of the year. I know you guys are 1-0 every week is the focus. Mm -hmm. But there's a chance with how it goes tonight, and if you guys win Sunday, you could be atop the division by the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about that this late in the season? Um, yeah, like I said, the focus is going one and zero each weekend. Um, whether or not we're the best of the division after this week, we got to try to be the best of the division at the end of the year, and uh, that, that's what matters most. So plan our plan our best ball towards the end of the year, and uh, like like I said, find a way to go one and zero. what were your your thoughts on Greg's first pick being a pick six? Man, I, I was so excited for Greg, man. He, he's been working hard. We be getting on him in practice. Talking about, man, you don't have an interception yet, man. Like, he had opportunities, but, uh, man, Greg's been working hard. Uh, that was a, a key play in a, in, a, in a big game. So we say big-time players make big-time plays in uh, big-time games, and he did that. So he's a big-time player for us. Uh, he was able to get his first interception. So hopefully they start rolling in for him and uh, could take it away again. So he's been doing great, though. What is it about that? At least, what do you see in that Steeler offense? They don't seem to put up a lot of numbers, mm -hmm. but when they do, it's always like at the most opportune time, especially in that fourth quarter. So, mm -hmm. just what do you see with that Steeler offense? Yeah, they're a physical offense. I mean, established the run game. They got the uh, the players on the outside to make plays and uh, Pickett, Johnson, um, Pickett's going to get throw it up for them to uh, try to make a play on the ball. So. Um, they, they got the capability of being a, a big-time offense and making those plays. So, like, they're going to present a challenge for us uh, this week, and uh, we just got to be up for it. Quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson spoke next. He talked about the opportunity he has to play this week and what his mindset is going into his second career start. Dorian, what do you uh, make the opportunity that you have now to uh, quarterback this team? Yeah, man, it's a, it's a special one. Um, you know, I'd say it came at the right time. Um, obviously, our hopes and, and prayers are with Deshaun, um, but this team needs to win, and they need to win right now, and um, that's what I'm trying to work to come in here and do. So. Why do you think this time can be different than the one over start you had? I mean, shoot, I know what to expect now. I, unlike many other people out there, I've been in NFL game. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not stepping out there for the first time. Uh, I, I know all my keys, all, all what to look at throughout film, what to watch, who key players are on their defense and everything now. So um, I'm not just going out there wide-eyed anymore. I'm going out there with, with things to look at, things to focus on, and, and a plan to be able to attack myself. And I think after that yeah, first game, you talked about the, dealing with the emotions. Like, do you mm -hmm. think you'll be better suited to handle those this time? Of course, of course. Um, like I said, you, you kind of knocked all the rust and stuff off um, after your first go-around. So. Uh, to be, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, it's going to be night and day. It's going to be night and day. Um, just my progression, the maturity, how I've handled the week um, this far and, and all the weeks before it. Um, be, just being able to learn from that first experience, I think it's going to help me a bunch. Is practice night and day as well when you are the starter and you have all, all those reps over the entire week? I mean, yeah, reps are everything. So when you can get as many reps as you can, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you on Sunday. Um, but, I mean, just the, the comfortability level, being in the huddle with the guys, um, 
talking to the guys outside of the plays, um, being able to ask questions, get feedback from them on the coverages, certain routes, um, how they want the how they want things thrown, how they want to run things. Um, we're finally getting on the same page now instead of me just going out there and, and kind of winging it. So When you talk about feedback and getting on the same page, just what have your conversations with Kevin and ABP been like this week as far as, you know, trying to sculpt and shape this game plan to maybe fit you more so than Deshaun? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me this weekend is just using the guys around me, um, using the other 10 players that I have on the field with me, um, making sure that, you know, I'm not the, the focal point. Um, trying to get the ball out of my hands as quick as possible and, and spread the ball around to our playmakers and let them make plays. Um, so when you when you look at it from that lens, you, you don't got a lot to think about. Just go out there, um, go through your progressions, go through your run checks, uh, and, and get the ball in anybody else's hands but yours. The, the last Yeah, I uh, got to watch them up close and personal on that Monday night game. Um, two really good players. Um, in my humble opinion, I'd say that those are the two best players on their team. Um, and so uh, I, two people I obviously have to be aware of um, and guys that are going to be affecting most of the plays and most of the game. So um, like I said, just great ball security, uh, making sure we know where those guys are at in protection. And then, uh, like I said, just getting the ball out of my hands. It's not my problem. So. <laughs> uh, found out on my birthday. Found out on my birthday, Tuesday. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'd assume so. Yeah. The last time uh, fans saw you in Baltimore game, obviously didn't go well. Explain to the fans who are going to see you this weekend, like why this is going to be different uh, in terms of your performance. I mean, if you look at the circumstances, what we got to go up against, and, and all the things that come with this game, um, you have to win. It's a must. It's a must-win game, um, not only just for this week, but for our future, um, and what we're trying to get to, and the goals we're trying to get to. So, um, it's a big game. At the end of the day, if I go out there and follow my rules, um, I'll be all right. So. What's it like stepping into this situation where, as you said, it's a, not only is it a big game Sunday, but you guys are six and three. Trying to get to the playoffs, and here you are, you know, a, a rookie being thrust into this in the middle of the season. Just what's that pressure like for you? Um, I'd say there is none. Uh, if, if I would have had this game that first week in week four, uh, I'd probably have a bunch of jitters and nervousness and probably be able to get out any answers to you guys. Uh, but like I said, I, I've gotten that first one under my belt. Um, I know what it takes now uh, to be an NFL quarterback and not just uh, be a college quarterback, being in the NFL. Uh, so I think I've taken that next step, and you know I'm just trying to grow every day. Uh, like I said, lean on my teammates. We have a wonderful team here with guys that love me um, and are embracing me this week. So uh, if I can just go out there and lean on my teammates, I think I'll be all right. We got a pretty good team. Coach, Coach said he gave you a game ball for scout being Lamar Jackson last week. Going against this defense, what that's got to help you going against the top defense in the NFL in that role. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I try to give our defense hell every day um, and, and make sure that, you know, I give Coach Swartz and, and those guys the best look, um, whichever quarterback I have to represent for that week. Um, but like I said, my job and my role is totally different this week. Uh, it, it's nothing like scout team. Uh, those guys can't hit me on scout team. They can hit me this Sunday. So, uh, you know, I got to be prepared to get the ball out of my hands, make sure I'm clean with my feet and clean with my progression. So. What gives you the confidence that you're going to be the guy to lead this team to the playoffs? I mean, that's the goal. Because uh, uh, I've, I've been in these shoes before um, where I've been thrown out there in the fire 
uh, and made it out of it successful. Um, so I know I can do this. I know what it takes to do this. Um, you know, I've been through the fire already this year, and uh, you know, I've only grown from it. And so uh, I expect to do the same thing this year. A lot of guys. Uh, it's way week four until now. I mean, we don't see everything behind the scenes, but were there moments where you felt your confidence was shaken? And if so, how did you endure it? I mean, yeah, of course. When you when you get an opportunity to play, uh, you don't play up to your standards, and then obviously you don't get the the job the next week. Um, it's frustrating. It's it's uh, all those emotions uh, tend to come up just naturally, but. Um, you know, luckily, like I said, I still have a job. I'm still able to come in this building. Like I said, I have wonderful teammates and staff that supports me and embraces me. Um, and, you know, even when I was confident, they're telling me to be even more confident. Um, so those guys always push me to be my best every day. So it's hard not to, um, you know, uh, move past stuff and, and, and move on quickly. There are a lot of guys in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, really, Brock and then all the rookies this year with CJ and Will and all those guys um, done a phenomenal job. I think the biggest thing, like I said earlier, is just they're, they're playing clean football, not giving the ball away. Um, and, and by doing that, they're, they're having clean feet, clean progressions, uh, you know, getting the ball at their hands into their playmakers' hands, and they're doing the job for them, making them look good. So I'm trying to do the same. A lot of guys in the, the locker room the last day or so have said, our goals are not changing just because of this injury. Do you feel that way? Uh, as the quarterback now? I'm glad they said that because it shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't have a change in mindset, a change in goals. Um, but our goals are still going to be the same, whether it's me, DJ, or, or Deshaun. So, um, you know, all I can say is I'm glad they didn't say anything else. So. Did <laughs> things change for you dramatically since that last start in terms of how hard you study, anything else you maybe have emphasized since then? I mean, I, I think you only know what you know when you go out there, like I said, as a rookie and it's your first time, first start. Uh, so now I know, like I said, what to expect. So now I'm coming in the morning with questions. My Tuesdays are way better for my Wednesdays. Uh, my Wednesdays are way better for my Thursdays. Like I'm coming in here firing out the, the play calls, the sentence-long play calls before um, Coach even says the motion. So uh, I think I'm, like I said, night and day. If, you, if Coach would ask me, what are we running out of this formation, I would have been like, uh, I don't know. So and uh, so now, it's uh, like I said, it's night and day, man. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. Um, but more so importantly, I'm just thankful to be in this position with this team um, and have this opportunity on Sunday. What's been the teaching point of ADP and Kevin not turning the ball over? Run if you have to or just throw it away from I mean, uh, the biggest thing they said is we're going to coach you hard on your feet, going to coach you hard on your progressions, going to coach you hard on your run checks. And if you just follow your rules, you'll be all right. We'll win this game. Um, you know, if you, tell, if you tell somebody not to think of an elephant, you're going to think of an elephant, right? So I'm not going to go out there thinking about throwing picks or think about not throwing uh, picks or fumbles or anything like that. I'm going to think about going out there, playing my game, um, watch a couple games of mine from UCLA, get that swagger back, and let's go out there and play some football. You mentioned the support you felt from teammates. Have you felt it even more this week? I mean, yeah, obviously I'm in a different role. Uh, guys need me a little bit more this week than they have in the past. So uh, I think, yeah, I I've heard a few more chirps in my ear this year than most. Do you have a couple more? I think you have that gunslinger mentality about you, and you really are an aggressive, explosive mm -hmm. passer. Uh, how do you balance that uh, you know, against not throwing picks? Yeah, just making really great decisions. Um, you know, I think I don't even have to worry about the outcome of the game. If I can just go in there and make a great decision on each and every play, uh, it'll, it'll work itself out. And, um, you know, I won't really have to worry about much, and we'll be all smiling at the end of the day. So. Great. A bunch of rookies have played this year across mm -hmm. the league in different circumstances. Have you talked with your peers about your circumstance, theirs, getting better going through this? Uh, yeah. Um, I talked a little bit with Will. Um, obviously, he's doing great over there at Tennessee. 
uh, talked with Clayton, who we just played at Arizona. Um, those two guys I drive train with, so I have a pretty good relationship with them. Um, yeah, just bouncing off ideas. I know Josh and Deshaun do the same thing. Um, just, you know, what are you seeing? How are you feeling? Uh, just kind of checking in more so than anything, making sure that we're good mentally. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely asked around. For do sure. you have a favorite UCLA game you'll watch? <laughs> I mean, it's SC week right now, so uh, I'm a I'm a big uh, SC fan guy to watch for sure. I, I mean, your, your personal uh, 2021 USC beat them 62 to 33. That's a good one. Yeah, and in that game too, I started off the game pretty pretty slow, and we got back into a rhythm pretty quick. So, were you surprised, Last one? were you when you found out Tuesday? Just given, did you know Deshaun? was possibly could be done for the year. You know what I mean? I mean, that was my first time ever having to deal with the injury at my position. I've always kind of been the guy. So um, I didn't know how that was going to work. I know when I get hurt, I try to take as many reps as I can throughout the week uh, just so I can be able to play. If I can't play, then the backup has to deal with it at that point. Um, so I understand those type of situations. I, in that situation, was just kind of following along for the week, prepping as I always do as a starter. Um, and it ended up happening that way. So. Yeah, I mean, this week, when you found out oh, Tuesday, like, oh, did, yeah, you know, this week. did you know Monday or Sunday there's a chance that Deshaun gets an injury to um, serious? No, not really. I honestly didn't even know he had hurt his shoulder. I thought it was all his ankle. Um, and texting with him, and we're all happy, obviously, after the game. So I uh, wasn't really talking about any injuries-wise. Um, but, yeah, I knew he had a hurt ankle. I didn't know anything about the shoulder until Tuesday. So. Safety Grant Delpit talked next. He spoke about the mindset the team has after losing their starting quarterback and gave us some information on the fine that he received from the NFL for last week's game. Grant, can you just, uh, you know, what do you think Deshaun's loss or absence does to your guys' hopes, goals, and dreams for, for this season? Well, we still have the same hopes, goals, and dreams. You know, my heart goes out to Deshaun, man. Um, He's been he's been banged up this year, and you know, unfortunately, it's coming. This year's coming for an end for him, but I know that he's gonna still be around and still be in DTR's ear and, and PJ, whoever it may be, um, to get them where they need to be at. And we have full faith in those guys, so you know, I'm excited for him. When you look at um, this Pittsburgh team, um, offensively, uh, they don't put up big numbers that jump off the page, but it just seems that they just find a way, mm -hmm. and it isn't always pretty. So mm -hmm. uh, when you look at them, what type of challenges do you see? Yeah, I mean, as overall team, they're well coached. Um, like you said, the offense has been struggling, but they find ways to win. That's the most important thing in this game is to win games. So we have the same record right now. Um, they have a great defense. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough game. They beat us already. Um, but we're familiar with this team, and, and I think we're prepared. We're gonna be, we're gonna be ready. Is there anything different though, like in the fourth quarter? Because that mm -hmm. seems to be where they offensively find oh, yeah. their their rhythm. So, do you have you noticed anything different from, uh, you know, the first three quarters in that last one? Um, you know, not really. I think that we need to do a better job of finishing strong. Um, I think we did a good job of that this past week. We need to continue that. Um, we focus about us, man. And, you know, they're doing a good job right now, but so you've been here a while now. What do you think it would mean to be Baltimore and Pittsburgh back to back weeks for you guys and then for the fan base of Baltimore? <laughs> We're just trying to win, man. We don't care who it is. So hopefully we get it done. Um, but that's our mindset to win. So whatever the outcome may be after that, it's all good.
Grant, there seemed to be a, a last week among the defensive guys, there seemed to be like a payback attitude mm. for, for the defense's performance in the first Baltimore game. Is that still prevalent now in the Pittsburgh game? Yeah, it's the biggest game of the, of the, of the season, just because of the next one. But it, it does have a lot riding on this game. Um, this is an opponent we're familiar with. Of course, this is a, one of our rivals, and you know it's a big game every time we see them. So they come to our house, man, and, and we try to be prepared and, and get things done. Um, but we go in the same attitude every week. Hey, Grant, I know quarterback's a very different position, but DTR was saying now that he's got that one game under his belt, yeah. it should be night and day. You were once a wide-eyed rookie. What is it like going <laughs> out there the second time yeah. with a little bit of knowledge of what to expect? Well, I got to get a whole year under my belt before I, yeah, so, yeah, so I had a little advantage. But, um, man, you know, I know that it was an experience for him, and he got it, he got it out of the way, and now it's time to rock, it's time to go. So we have full faith in DTR, man. The stuff we saw in preseason, um, we know that he's a playmaker, and we know that our guy's going to ride with him and, and, and got his back. So, you know, we ready for him, excited, and going to put some fireworks. Grant, why do you feel so strongly that? Your guys' hopes, dreams, and goals are all still in front of you when you just lost your elite quarterback? Uh, I play defense. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know, not one offense to play, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so I'm focused on what we got to do on defense. But I have faith in those guys, man. I've, I've, we had all camp competing with those guys, man. And I've seen what, what the whole offense can do as a whole. You know, we lose one player, somebody step up. Great. Um, do you feel like you've left a couple sacks out there this year? Oh, yeah, bad, <laughs> man. It's been bad, man. I got to get home. I got to get home. I could have, like, I could have a couple right now. So what do you think when you, like, what do you notice when you watch it to say, okay, I got to do this? Uh, to take them down? Yeah, I say these, you know, we, we're really not in that position a lot. I got to just slow down. I feel like I, uh, I'm going to, to, I get wide-eyed a little bit. I'm going to calm down this week and give me one. Ronnie Stanley hit was a cheap shot. Ah, oh, man, yeah. And I just was wondering, you know, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, we can't have that in this league, man. You know, um, we're doing a lot to protect offensive players um, or everybody, but, you know, it's a lot of, you know what I mean? So we can't have big 300-pounders come, come and hit our corners like that when they're not looking. So, you know, it is what it is. Are you glad? How glad are you that he didn't suffer a, a fifth head injury on that, right. or you know, something more serious than what he did? Yeah, I'm very glad. You know, Denzel's one of our, you know, our top corners. So, um, like I said, man, we got to do a better job of protecting defensive players in this league. Grant, I, I know that you know we asked you about that taunting penalty mm -hmm. against Arizona, and then you got fined for it. Yeah. So, like, are you gonna feel that? What, what's the deal with that? Um, of course I'm gonna feel it. So, but you know. My hopes are high, so I don't know what they're going to do. And what did you say you were doing instead of taunting? Oh, yeah. He, you know, he had flopped on the ground and, and brought me down with him. So I was like, you know, I, I just told him, like, you all right? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So I was trying to make sure he's all right. I'll him up, too. So, you know, they, they, they don't have any audio, so they won't be able to do that. I, I, I know the, like, the NFLPA and I mean, KC has talked about like, the NFL finding guys this year. Mm, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Do you think it's getting a little excessive? Uh, that was, yeah. How much was it? 10000 Yeah, yeah, you know, so. We could do a whole lot with $10,000, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a, a bit excessive in my opinion. I got to be smarter, though.
All-Pro guard Joel Batonio wrapped us up in the locker room. He spoke about if they feel this is a revenge game for them against Pittsburgh and how the offensive line is preparing to block for a new quarterback. Joel, just when you think you've seen and heard it all, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was tough news. You know, I thought we were kind of getting our groove. He was coming back a couple games in a row. Um, and it was unfortunate. You know, he, he toughed it out for that game. So I think it's the hard part. You see him play through the game, and you're like, oh, he, he made it through. You know, he's a little banged up with the ankle. You don't really know, you know, severity of it till you come in on on Wednesday and, and you hear the news, and it, it it's tough. Um, but we do have a resilient bunch. You know, obviously we'd want Deshaun out there with us. Um, but DTR, PJ, you know, they're going to be ready to go. Our defense is playing well. we got to take care of the ball on offense, get it to our guys like Coop and David and, and, and those guys and, uh, you know, try to make some plays. How have you noticed DTR this week then, Joel, kind of like really taking control out there in practice? Yeah, he's been very focused, um, you know, from the jump ones I was working out. And uh, I saw him kind of moving around out there, and, and he looked he looked focused. He looked locked in. Um you know, I, I know he had a chance, and it wasn't really a fair shot earlier in the year. So this week, I think he's really focused and just trying to absorb the game plan, and and um, you know, not do too much, but do his job. Is that a noticeable difference from oh, was it like a little over a month ago when he played versus this week as he's getting ready? Yeah, we were unsure that week. You know, if he was if he was going to get the ball, or if uh, you know Deshaun was uh, was going to be the one playing that game, and and we really truly didn't know until a couple hours before the game started. So I don't think he had that. It's hard, you know, you're a rookie, you've never done it before, to get that mental processing that, hey, I'm going to play in this game, I'm going to be the starter. Um, so it, it, it's a big difference. Joel, it looked like those tackles held up in Baltimore. <coughs> did the coaches grades treat them kindly? Yeah, they did a good job. Um, you know, we have a lot of respect for Baltimore's defense. You know, they, I think they lead the league in sacks, and, and, and they, did a, they did a good job. You know, um, Jerron coming off the street and, and James, you know, obviously being here, but, like, both those guys coming out and competing like that is is pretty impressive. Um, big big challenge this week, obviously with TJ and Highsmith. Those guys uh, those guys can can rush the passer. Um, so it'll be another big challenge, but it was it was impressive. I think it's a, a shout out to you know our coaching staff and those guys for really understanding the plan and and uh, you know getting down our terminology. Actually, you have to play uh, left tackle. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, I was ready for whatever we had to. I've, I've done it in the past a little bit here, so I'll stay ready. Um, you know, there's always that emergency and if it's needed, but I like my spot at left guard. Joe, what um, adjustments do you have to make um, with DTR versus Deshaun, or are there any adjustments you guys have to make in that block? Um, I don't think so. You know, I, I think we run a very similar offense, um, si similar plays. He he's pretty mobile. You know, like Deshaun, you know, you can run him a little bit, give him some read options. He did a lot of that in college at UCLA. Um, so he has a lot of experience in that kind of scheme. But, you know, I think you find what he's comfortable with compared to Deshaun, and that's probably mostly like in the routes concepts and stuff like that. But protection-wise and, and running our stuff, I think we're going to try and stick to our scheme and, and what we've been doing well. Hey, Joel, as Mary Kay mentioned before, it's been one thing after the next this season. Um, has it brought you guys even closer together, and you just feel like it's – this is the kind of season it's supposed to be that we're supposed to overcome obstacles week after week. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you, you see teams across the league. You know, and it, it started week one, obviously with Jack and, and Chubb and Jed's gone out on offense, and you know now Deshaun. Um, so it, it's one of those ones that's tough. I think Coach has done a great job of stressing like, how do we get to one and zero this week? Like, if you try and look at the big picture, you try and look down the down the road. I think it gets too overwhelming. But like, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. They're a good team. 
uh, great defense, and how do we beat them? You know, and, and that just brings everybody that's able to play together, and we go out there and we're, and we're trying to go one and up. Joel, who is, who is pushing harder on that fourth play, you or Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore's feet were moving now. Um, I was I was a little bit late, you know. I, I uh, you know, me and Clowney kind of been in the backfield, so I was a little bit late to the part. I, I looked up and I was like, oh man, they're still going. So I, I got in there and helped, but it was it was very cool to see. I mean, that's as an offensive lineman, that's like the ugly dream play. You know what I mean? Just like like how long can we? They let us keep us, you know, keep us moving forward. But uh, it was a testament to those guys, to, to our team, and just. How much we, we wanted to try and get that win last week? Kevin what was said that? you guys were, were having some fun with Elijah watching. Oh yeah, but he's welcome. To, he's welcome to come to the you know come to the party anytime he wants. <laughs> I know you talked about after the game, like on a play like that, you don't want to be cut caught not uh, pushing on film. So what was it like just watching it back and what kind of reaction? Did you yeah, guys no, we, we played it. Um, we played in the meeting and and it was just uh, it, it was funny. You know, I had to make sure I, I got in there. I was probably you know the last one last one to go. I know you know obviously Deshaun was back there and and Coop, but uh, couldn't be a lineman that wasn't you know allowed to get in the pile. Jack, um, Joel, can you uh, weigh in a little bit on Ronnie Stanley and his hit on Denzel Ward? What did you think of that from an offensive lineman's perspective? Um, I actually haven't seen the hit. I heard some rumblings about it possibly being a a dirty hit, but I haven't seen it myself. I know he was like cleaning the pile or something, right? He was going to like hit him when he was. Yeah. When he was playing, standing around yeah, standing around the pile. Um, you know, I've met Ronnie a few times, and I, you never know. You know, in, in those in those situations, um, the helmet the helmet stuff is is what we kind of want to get out of the league. At least, you know, from player safety wise, you don't want to hit people in the head and in the neck when you when you don't have to. Um, but as a lineman, you are taught to go, you know, push the pile as well. So it's one of those plays where you know you don't. I hope guys don't do things maliciously like that. You know what I mean? I think they're trying to play football, play football hard. Um, but um, it's one of those things you, you'd hope not to happen either. Joel, do you think that this season reminds you of any way in 2020? Just kind of, obviously the COVID not being part of it, but just guys being out and trying to win every Um Yeah, uh, COVID was obviously a different beast, but we were we had a lot of obstacles, you know, that year as well. You, you didn't know who was going to test positive. You didn't know. Um, you know, sometimes when you were going to play the game and, and things like that. So we've had some experience with that, and I think Coach Stefanski is, is very – trying to go one on one this week. We're very even-killed about things. So, um, you know, his personality, I think, lead, uh, leads us to be resilient in that matter. You know, whatever is out there, whoever's out there for us is, is a team that we're going to take out there, and we got to try and go one and one Hey, Joe, a lot of guys are saying that the goals don't change, right, just because Deshaun's out and Nick's out and whoever's out um, I guess how do you maintain that focus, and how do you how do you think that that's realistic given all the major losses? Um, you know, for for the players, I think it's like you have to go out and execute. Like everybody here is playing, um, you know, it's their job to go out there and play football, and and our defense is playing really well. Um, you know, best in the league right now. Our offense um, is taking steps, and I, I think we can, you know, ball control. Um, not turn the ball over, execute in the red zone, all those things. Um, special teams has been great, so you know I think we have the we have the ingredients. You know what I mean. And, and so for us, we're just trying to go one and zero, um, and that's our goal this week. We just stress trying to go one and zero. We'll see what happens, you know, later on in the year. But we know we have the right guys in this locker room and the right mindset to uh, continue to play the way we want to play. Joel, can you address the fact that uh, you guys have dedicated your season to Nick Chubb? And then he had his 
second surgery this week and he, you guys are playing the Steelers. Will this be sort of a, you know, a rallying cry for you guys a little bit, um, you know, that you know, Nick's there for you? Yeah, it was good to see Nick get his get his second surgery. I know he's been uh, rehabbing his first one, trying to trying to get as ready as possible for that second surgery. Um, and you know, anytime you play play the the Pittsburgh Steelers, the AFC North game, like they're six and three, we're six and three. Um, it's a big game for us. So we've really been focused on that. You know, obviously we're we're trying to play our best for for those guys that are hurt, Nick and Jack and Sean and Jed. Um, you know, and, and it, it was actually, you know, I was watching the first game, and I saw Nick, obviously, in the first quarter running, and I'm like, man, that guy's pretty good. You know, like, <laughs> like that's a heck of a player. Um, so, yeah, anytime we go out there, we want to represent Nick and, and play the right way. And, you know, Pittsburgh's up next, and, and they're a big, big challenge for us. What did you say about the run game and, and the way you guys seem to have kind of turned a, turned a little bit of a corner? You're starting to be a little more consistent there offensively, yeah. uh, regardless of right. whether it's Kareem or Pierre. Or yeah, yeah. I think Jerome ran the ball really well this last game against Baltimore. Um, I think we're finding what works with these running backs. You know, Nick's kind of that can do anything. You know, for us and and some of these guys were like, oh, he's more of an inside zone guy or a power scheme. You know, yeah. and those things. So we're kind of finding our our footing there. And, and as a line, we just want to try and execute our blocks, give them a chance to get to the second level, and and make things happen. But um, hopefully we continue to. And if, if we need to lean on a little bit more with, with uh, Dorian back there, we'll, we'll be ready to do that too. Joel, Jim, not like this is the last one. I know you don't get to hear him during the games, but how important is the organization to have the voice back in the broadcast booth? Yeah, it, it's great. Um, you know, you see some of those highlights after the game, you know, when they show the radio highlights on, on Instagram and stuff, and those are always cool to see. Uh, every, you know, big game like that, you're like, oh, I wonder how that would have sounded, you know, with Jim up there. So it, it's, it's great if you can get back in there and, and uh, call games for us and stuff like that. We, we miss him. We know he's a big part of this team, and um, it's always special when he can call a game. He needs a few touchdowns to call. Yeah, definitely. When the players were done, the coordinators talked to the media, and as always, special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone went first. He talked about how his unit can clean up the little mistakes they made last week and the confidence he continues to have in Dustin Hopkins. Up and down game for you guys, right? Can you just talk a little bit about how you know you had to ride the roller coaster a little bit there? Yeah, I think we we had some um, couple mishaps in the game. The muff, we had the missed PAT. I thought aside from that, we played pretty solid in the Big Four, and fortunately, we were able to have another opportunity to redeem the missed PAT, and Dustin did a great job with the execution on that. So, message to Prochet after the month five. Just refocus, refocus on the next rep. He knows he should have called for fair catch, so we'll clean that up, and he'll make better decisions moving forward. Was that close to being? Within the, the box or whatever they call the it, you know, or whatever. It was, it was tight. I mean, we 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 actually did a solid job of like pulling off like with our guy the the blocking in it. It was like M MJ over there, and you know he's just got to make a better decision to to use a fair catch and protect himself. With Dustin missing the extra point, was there any worry when he lined up for that game winning field goal that that might stick? Well, no, not not for me, not at all. You know, I have a lot of confidence in that unit. I have a lot of confidence in him. And I knew that, you know, he would apply the correction and be ready to rock on that last rep. So he did a great job, great execution on the play by the entire unit. Well, but not just 
to harp on that one, on the month, but as a special teams coordinator, how do you balance keeping faith in the guy than than wanting to make a change because you can't really make those kind of. Yeah, he hasn't shown me any reason to have lost confidence in him. His in practice reps have been really good. He's been really good in his career. He's been a sure-handed guy, and you know, unfortunately for us in that in that situation, he didn't make a great decision, and it looked like he kind of got caught in between. He wasn't sure what he was going to do, and you know, we put the ball on the ground. So I have confidence in him. Block. I mean, it, it represented such a swing there uh, at the end of the first half. How, how big was that? Again, great execution by the unit. Players stepping up and making plays in critical situations. You know, we come with um, Dalvin does an excellent job. Shelby does an excellent job on that rep of getting knocked back and playing with good pad level. And Jordan gets his hand into the ball flight. So it was it was excited. Uh, it was an exciting uh, play to see and. Anthony Walker with with the scoop and reverse field. <laughs> the guys were giving him a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of flack over that one, so it was it was funny to see. You teach a, a different rush technique on those longer field goals because you know the trajectory is going to be lower. No, I mean there's times where teams will you know pressure from inside or out. It just depends on what you're looking at as far as their personnel, um, but. No, I think that you know the call. The calls vary. Everything's game plan specific to the opponent. So, with the blocked kick, I mean the redemption aspect of it on that drive. Since on the fourth and, and seventh, you guys had the too many men on the field penalty right. there when they were about to punt. Just the fact that they, you know there's no quit, even though that penalty just happened. Yeah, we we addressed the we addressed the substitution error, and in that and that won't happen again. Um, what happens is sometimes you know if, if you sub for a guy defensively. You may assume that you're subbed on a special teams unit, and you're not until we tell you that you are. So we'll get that. We got that corrected, and uh, yeah. So there was. I mean, it was a huge play in the game. The block. It was gave our team some momentum, and we got points off of it. So that was that was good. Um, Buffalo got caught in that kind of fire drill situation on Monday night. How much do you guys work on those transitions from, you know, defense to yeah. kick block to? We, we work it every week. We work it every week, and we we cover it in the meetings every week, especially on Saturday. We get those reminders in, uh, so it's fresh in their heads, knowing that you know if we do get, we call it made a field goal at the end of the game, you know most times we're not going to make a substitution defensively, so whatever personnel we have out there is what we're going to stick with. You know, a lot of coaches, if the guy muffs a punt, maybe you don't ever see that guy again. Um, so I guess for you, I mean, you're obviously not talking about that. That's not going to happen. So why is your approach different? A mistake. Like I said, I mean, he's done a good job. I mean, in his in his career, he's he's secured the ball well. He's set up on the ball well. He showed us in practice that he can handle the ball well. So we have confidence in him. He's he's been a good player, and we had good production the previous week. And I'm confident in his ability to make the correction and. And, and move forward now. And I will say this, he's an extremely hard worker. He wanted to catch jugs on the off day or, you know, and so he's been getting extra reps. He's been, he caught like every, every punt yesterday off when Corey was warming up. So he's been intentional about making it right. And he's, de he's definitely, you know, pissed off about it.
So, and when you see a, when you see that a guy cares that much, it's important. It's important to him, and it's important to our team. The mindset that you've seen in your guys in the wake of Deshaun being lost for the season. I think everyone has, you know, it's. And Coach Stefanski did a good job yesterday. It's an opportunity for our team to rise up. Everyone's got to do their job, and everyone's going to, and that's how it's going to be, always going to be. But everyone's got to do their job, and they're going to have to do their job even better than they've done it. So we're excited for the opportunity to, you know, help our football team and try to give our our offense the best field position possible. What does it say about the, the unit that Dustin Hopkins can miss that extra point, come back, hit that game winner that, you know, after the muff punt, he's out there trying to, to work on it. What does it say about the consistency that you guys have been able to create and, and are aiming for? Yeah, in, you know, to me in football, I feel like, you know, you're – they have good players too. Things are going to happen in a game. You know, you may not have the best play every single time. How fast can you apply the correction to the next rep and not let it compound? And I think that our guys have done a good job of that. You know, obviously we missed the PAT. He comes back and nails the game winner. And I think that I think that holds true with you know all really good football teams is you know you're, the other team's going to make a play at some point. How fast can you respond and not let, like I said, not let it compound to where they're, you know, like I said, you're talking about the defense. You give up a chunk play. How many, like, do you give up another one or do you come back the next play and answer it? So I think that our team collectively has done a good job of that. I see right in Miles was coming up the edge on, like, field goal and PAT block. He, he did this past week, yeah. Was that? Or was he going to yeah, so when the, Yeah, so Denzel subs out of the game. We just we made an adjustment, uh, added Dalvin to that unit, and fortunately Dalvin got really good get off and push on that on the block too. So, is that unusual of a guy that big? Is the guy coming off the edge? From, you know, I mean, yeah. You know, DN. Yeah, I mean he. So the thing with him is, I mean, what does he do? He rushes the passer and he bends well. So, I felt like that was a good a good spot for him in that game specifically. So, we we. Uh, made the adjustment and those guys handled it well. And I would say that about our guys, you know, next man up, those guys are willing to do anything I ask them to do. And I think that's why we've had, you know, good results, especially on that unit. Um, you know, not not every team is throwing their, their best players out there. So our guys are willing to do whatever it takes. And I think that's why we've had a lot of good results. I didn't ask you this, do you go down to the stadium uh, to practice field goals at this time of year? We have not gone yet. We have not gone down there yet. That is, we, we have talked about that, but we have not gone down yet. Why do you choose to not go down? Some uh, special teams guys before you have done that. Yeah, and I think maybe once the weather gets worse, we could potentially get down there. Um, as of right now, they haven't really said anything about that. I think we're, I think he's comfortable particularly Dustin with how the, how the conditions are at this point. I think maybe once the weather gets worse, we could go down. My follow-up to that would be for the punt and kickoffs uh, returns too, because imagine the wind gets pretty crazy down there and yeah, the summer front punt return. Yeah, for sure. I think that we'll have to do 
I mean, look, we're ready to play in all the conditions, and I think that if we, yeah, if we get down there, we'll definitely work some on some of those things. Bob, I might be wrong about this, but I thought I saw a clip where the Ravens had somebody jump Charlie. I think it was on the game-winning field goal attempt. Like you guys did with Miles, is that right? Yeah, and that's that's they they, they threw a flag for leverage. It wasn't leverage. I mean, it was a, it was a clean play. So for Dustin, what does it kind of? I mean, like in that moment, how a guy come right at him and just make that with like completely unfazed? Just he's got a. I mean. He's not even thinking about that. He's he's entrusting in our protection and that we're going to get everything blocked up and just go execute the kick. Worry about your job. Do your job and trust that your teammate's going to do his job. I mean, that's what we say about everything. Like, when you start trying to do too much and play outside the scheme and worrying about who, what everyone else is doing, that's when you have, you know, breakdowns, you know, overall in every, in every phase. So do your job and trust that the guy next to you is going to do his job. Like at the end of the half, whether or not to try the yeah. 60 yard or not. So the ball wasn't carrying that well going toward the locker room. And you saw that on the one kickoff that hung up. We left the kickoff at like the 16. The next one we left it like, like a little bit short of that. Um, and pregame, we talked about a distance. And that kick was a little bit outside the distance that we had talked through. And we felt like we could get it there. It would, obviously, it's not a high percentage kick at that point. And then we had the timeout. And once I saw Duvernay back there, you know, I went to, you know, Kevin and I just talked it through. And I'm like, I just don't know, you know, I don't want to have a miss hit ball. And, you know, you got a, one of the best returners in the league back there with your field goal unit on the field. So we just, we, I thought through it, talked, to, talked through it with Kevin and just thought that that was the best decision at that time. It was really because the the ball wasn't traveling, going that direction. It didn't feel like there was a lot of wind in the game. Like just at the game, there was more wind than there felt, I would say. And you could see that it was evident with the ball, the ball, the, how the ball was carrying. Um, and I even told Dustin the same thing, because I said, I pretty much said like, can you get it there? Because we had talked about a distance that was shorter than that, and you know he was he was confident that he could get it there, but. You know, I just had an instinct to say no. So, Offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt talked next. He talked about the fight he saw from the team last week and how the team is game planning to help their young quarterback this week. How's the, the, the preparation for DTR different this week compared to that, that previous time he got the start in terms of what you guys are doing with him? Uh, just working a little extra. That's the big thing. Um, you know, I think he understands now that he's going to be starting Sunday as opposed to, hey, I probably didn't think he was going to play last time. Not, no excuses, but he'll have the whole week to prep. Um, that's the biggest thing. I thought he did a great job uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday of, of digesting the plan. Um, you know, he was great in the huddle yesterday as far as play calls and spit it right out. Some tough calls that he, you know, easily he had already memorized. So just a week of preparation, knowing that you're going to be the starter on Sunday is only going to help for him. So just getting that. Oh, How remarkable for Deshaun to go out and do what he did in the, the second half of that Ravens game, and I guess after you found out about the shoulder too. I mean, like that probably yeah. added to it. So that, and then finding out now that he's out for the season. I mean, just what a what a warrior he is. You know, uh, I was in the training room with with him at halftime, and it was it was rough. He was hurting, and uh, he was adamant about getting back out there, and he was going to be just fine. So. Um, Really, uh, hats off to him, his toughness. I mean, it's asinine that somebody would say that he wasn't tough enough to play through a shoulder injury because I've, you know, I've never seen, I've, I've been around some of the toughest guys 
uh, in this business with Jim Kelly. Um, Aaron Rodgers is tough as hell and endure a lot of stuff, and he, he's right up there with those guys. Dorian was saying that just having that game under his belt is going to make a huge difference. He's not the wide-eyed rookie that he was six weeks ago. Do you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, every time you step back out on the field, you learn from your past experiences. And, uh, you know, for him, it wasn't his, his finest day. So I'm sure there's a lot of pride that, that comes with that. And, uh, you know, the double down your efforts to, to have a strong performance the next time you get the opportunity. Um, so I think he's learned from that, that game, and it'll only help him moving forward. Did you notice a big change in him? Sorry. Did you notice a big change in him since that game in terms of preparation and study and just being ready every day? Absolutely. To... Yeah, you know, and that's just that's part of growing up as a rookie. Uh, you know, it, it, you have to know it as well as anybody, as the coaches know it. I mean, that's how you have to dive into the plan each week, and um, so far this week has been excellent for him. You guys had a choice. Why, why not PJ? Just felt like, uh, you know, Dorian, uh, you know, if you take out, uh, you know, if any any um, averages of, of the curve, right, you take out the best game, you take out the worst game, there's still a lot of good football we felt that DTR has put on tape throughout the preseason as well. Um, understanding the fact that, you know, getting thrown into it the last time the way he did, uh, you know, maybe it's a mulligan deserved, uh, lessons learned uh, for him, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll move out. But he, we're excited to, to have him starting this week and expect him to step in and, you know, and, and take care of the football and do some of the things he didn't do last time. I think he'll learn from that. Did you guys feel like DTR gave you a better chance to kind of make a run at not only the playoffs but the playoff run? Uh, actually, we've we've talked more about just going one and zero this week. So the focus is on this week right now, and um, you know everything is focused towards Sunday at this point. Yeah, it's so it's not light switch moment with them. I mean, just the idea of like did Dorian have a moment in practice where you realize like yeah you got it, or was it more just an aggregation of his body of work? Uh, last few weeks he's been really good in practice. You know, stand out good uh, on the scout team stuff. The stuff he the throws he were he was making, the anticipation he threw with. Um, his footwork has, has increased, you know, gotten better over the last four or five weeks. It just felt like he was ready, you know. He's uh, ready for a second opportunity. Did you guys put him in for one play in Seattle? Was that, was that a certain wrinkle you saw, or was that just a confidence builder? Which one? When Dorian went in for one play in Seattle. No, that was just part of the game plan that week, yeah. Could you share with him, or did you share with him, your experience the first time you were in the game and then... <laughs> I don't know if I think that burned that tape, any, any footage of those tapes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard. I mean, I didn't have to start until I was a few years into the league, so it was a little easier for me. But, um, you know, the good news is Dorian's played a lot of football, uh, you know, and that experience is through his college career, his 50-plus games starting. That will help him. Uh, again, having that one start under his belt is only going to help him. Calms the nerves, you know, on, on Sunday now, second time out. And then a good a full week knowing that you're going to be the starter is going to help as well. Go from the Ravens then to make your second NFL start against the Pittsburgh Steelers, T.J. Watt, Alex mm -hmm. Highsmith, Cam Hayward. Can you just talk about the challenge you face? Big that? challenge. Yeah, whoever's playing, it's a challenge against this defense. They're well coached. Um, the edges are, you know, tops in the league. Um, you know, and that's a point of emphasis for us. We can't let those edge guys, you know, have an effect uh, on the game, which they do so many times. So. Uh, key coaching points for us throughout the week is to make sure that whatever it is we're doing in the run game, the pass game, uh, the quarterback's depth in the pocket, everything needs to be within consideration of how good those edge rushers are. I'm going to play? I'm not sure. You've noticed that gives him the opportunity and the ability to bounce back from that kind of 
first start. Yeah, there's no, uh, you know, he, he's a confident young man. There's no question. Uh, he was the day he got here, and, and I see that every day. You know, he, he's talented in what he does, you know, and he's had success, you know, at, at the college level, and we're just waiting for that to, to show here. So um, I don't think he's lost any confidence. If anything, he's more confident because he's going to be more prepared this time. Alex, um, David Njoke had a couple really strong runs at the end of that game. So what did you see out of him there, and how important is that to what you guys are trying to do? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know where he stands. At one point, I think he was the lead leaguer in yak yards after the catch. Um, I mean, he's tremendous. Anyway, we can get the ball in his hands. We, you know, we've said that now a few weeks in a row. Uh, you know, good things are going to happen. More often than not, he's a strong, strong runner. You know, he has speed and power. Um, that's just in the pass game. So um, good things happen when Dave touches the ball. You talked about, you mentioned not sure about Dewan. James and, and Jaron, just what, you know, when you went back and graded them, and, and what, what did you guys see of them on film from the first time? I thought, I thought the O-line played really well. I know that, you know, we had four sacks on the day, but those were not indicative of how they blocked up front. I was really impressed and proud. Uh, internal three are excellent. Uh, they've been solid all year. And the edge guys, uh, you know, they did their job. They really did. I was proud of James and, and Jaron. Jaron, previous, his previous game before last week was also against the Steelers. How much does that help that, you know, he's gone against Heisman before this season? Yeah, no, I think that's going to help tremendously. I mean, he's, he's obviously studied him before and is doing so this week. It, it can only help. Alex, what, like did that, what did that push play tell you about your guys? Oh, man, that's, that's us. That's who we are. That's who we preach uh, every day, the connectivity of playing for each other and, and being there and having each other's back and, you know, really finishing every play. That, that's everything we preach you know, in that offensive room and as a team as well. So it was great uh, boost for everybody. You know, those guys out there, they loved it. Uh, James was fired up. Heck, Elijah was pushing with all he had, you know, and that's it. That's it. It's all about uh, being there for your brothers and, and getting each other's back and, and pushing that pile and then helping each other up off the ground. It's a big part of what we do. It's a connectivity that that uh, allows us, you know, why we love to play. We love to play for each other. Those guys love to play out there with each other. So it's it's a... It's awesome when we're connected and you show it out on the field and it shows out like that and you gain whatever, 9, 12 yards after first contact. It's, uh, it, it's, it's who we are. What are you seeing in terms of mindset, motivation, and just the vibe on your offense in the wake of losing Deshaun? A next man up attitude. You know, we know it's huge, uh, you know, shoes to fill. It was huge shoes to fill when Nick uh, went down and I think we're in the tops in, in league rushing as well. So we have ability here. We have guys with the ability that can step up. Um, you know, we feel good about our team in general, uh, who we are. Um, you know, we just got to hold our end of the deal on the offensive side, which I know we will. Did you see a weight lifted when Elijah got his first touchdown? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I didn't really pay attention to any of that, to be quite honest with you. I was happy for him. I was happy for us as a team. <laughs> Been targeted, but did a nice job blocking on Sunday. What kind of a weapon does that give you? Just like a guy to big guy down yeah, there. He's like a big tight end in the run game. You know where he can get on guys. Um, he had a good challenge last week with Hamilton, size-wise. Those guys matched up, you know, and he held his own. Um, you know, he's going to do great things with, with the ball in his hands when he does get them some targets. But in, you know, we really like the way he's blocking right now, the physicality that he brings, and the toughness in the run game. What do you think of that blind side block on uh, It was what we asked him to do. Uh, it was a little probably a little more violent than we expected it to be. Uh, just trying to pin the guy down so he can get the edge, and you know that's that's football. It was a physical play. Thanks.
Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz wrapped us up at the podium today. He talked about how great Miles Garrett has been from his perspective and if he had any comments on the penalties the team kept collecting in the red zone. You've been through um, losing a starting quarterback and seeing a team make quite a run. Have you shared some of that experience this week or did you feel the need to? Um, yeah, we share a lot of experiences with, with players. You know, one of the benefits of being in this league for so long, 31 years now, you've seen an awful lot and you've seen teams overcome an awful lot. You've also seen, um, you've also seen teams be de um, derailed by different things. So, um, you know, we're always pointing out um, things like that. You know, I think that we've seen throughout the year, we've seen guys step up and be productive in roles. Um, you know, it's just that the quarterback position is such a high profile position. Right. You know, it's the it's the one that everybody sees. But, you know, when it comes to the players, when it comes to the coaches, when it comes to the locker room, um, you know, it's it's, you know, plug the next guy in and and still be productive. And I think all players have that kind of, um, you know, mentality and things like that. Hey, Jim, at the beginning of the year, you talked about not wanting to you got, use guys a ton. I think Miles played a real high percentage of snaps yeah. against Baltimore. Is that just you're getting to that point of the year. Kind of <coughs> it was big game. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think that's one of the one of the benefits of of being disciplined in certain times and trying to keep snap counts down when there comes time like that that you can go out and play. I mean, I've been on different defenses where um, you know, we rotated pretty well through the season. We got to the playoffs and, you know, w rotation wasn't the same. You know, I think that, um, you know, it's part of the plan. You know, it's not just the D-line. We've been rotating our linebackers through, trying to keep those guys fresh. Um, even rotating our corners a little bit when some of those guys have, have had to, um, you know, be out there an awful lot. We play a lot, a lot of man, and it's hard on those guys. So um, I think the benefits of taking that approach is when it comes time, um, you know, the guys like Miles can go out and play those, those things. Want to... One of the, the best plays I've seen Miles make was that last third down stop when he was running the chase down Lamar. Now, Z probably gets him. Uh, Z clips his heels. You know, him and Z were just going. And, um, you know, he's probably going to go down, but Miles is running. And, um, you know, just unusual for such a big man like that. He's running like a DB and cleans him up and makes sure that we get the ball back there. And, you know, I think that. Um, you know, you'd like to think that his freshness in that situation was the discipline from, you know, certain times during the year. You know, a lot of great players don't like to be taken off the field, but as long as you can sell them on the plan and show them the vision, I think they all buy in. But, you know, that 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 last series, and it really wasn't just the last series, it was the fourth quarter. You know, we've done some good things on defense this year, but the most I've the most impressed I've been with our defense has been the attitude that they had in that fourth quarter. You know, you guys aren't on the sideline, but, you know, you could feel it. You could feel it down in your soul. Um, you know, those those guys were, were were had had a tenacity that I haven't seen from them before, you know, and I think that was a huge step for us. I think some of that was our failure um, in that situation against Seattle, you know, and, and failure is a wicked teacher, right? But some of those lessons, and our guys were – you know, when we're, we're down seven, we get that stop, we fumble the punt, we get a stop, we get a penalty, we get a stop, we get a penalty, we give up a touchdown. 
Um, we go out and score, um, you know, miss an extra point, come back, and, you know, the that last drive, I, I thought that was a huge step. And, and you saw that with, you know, the, you know, the effort that both Z and um, and Miles were playing with in that situation. So, long answer to a short question. Say about Miles that he has made so many game-changing plays this year. Well, I mean, you know, that's what um, you know. That comes with the job description of being an elite player in the NFL. And when it's a big game, your big players need to play well. You know, he understands that. He knows that. And um, you know. Some of the, some of those plays were game-changing plays. You know, they're right around midfield, getting ready to potentially score if they can get another first down. And you know, our guys do a good job in coverage, hold the ball just a little bit for Miles to be able to get there and make the sack. And you know, he's, he feeds off those other guys. Um, the other guys were rushing really well, particularly inside. Um, I thought I thought Z, even though he didn't fill, fill up the stat sheet. Z had a really, really disruptive day rushing the passer, and it made a big difference. And like I said, but the the biggest thing in there, all the you know, you can take all the things away. Um, the biggest thing I thought was just the the tenacity that we saw from the team. And you know, I don't know if you guys could see it from the box or watching on TV or whatever, but you could feel it on the sideline. And I thought that was a big that was a big step for us defensively. Is there a difference between you know being a great player and making a lot of great plays and then making those plays in the game that you're just describing, those big games that, that really matter? Yeah, um, I mean, that's what this league is all about. You know, I mean, that was a, a road game against a really, really one of the best teams in the NFL, um, was leading our division. They had beat us at home. We needed to go return the favor. So, you know, when you put the criteria for a big game, that's, you know, pretty close. When you're not in the playoffs and the end of the season, you know, and we're only middle of the season right now, but that was um, that was a big game, and um, you know those those great players have um, you know have a tendency to show up in those in those big plays. I think we saw that from Miles. We saw that from a lot of guys on our team. The Steelers are six and zero in one score games. They seem to drag you into that tight game and then come out on top at the end. Is that the way you handicap them and look at them? Well, you know, if you just look at their offensive stats, it's not, you know, it's not, you know, eye-popping. But you look at their win total, and, and I think, you know, I've, I've been on the record as saying how we're doing is always, you know, five and three, six and three. You know, that's that's how we do. And, you know, I think Pittsburgh lives that a little bit. The, the stat that pops out the most about them is their turnovers. They don't turn the ball over. Now, we got two in the first game, but their defense got – Three, four, whatever, whatever it was, and they're one of the best teams in the NFL at turnover margin. And we all know, you know, what a what an indicator for, you know, for winning games that is. And you know, that's our big challenge, is um, taking the ball away from those guys because they do a good job of taking care of the ball, and that puts them in the um, in the win column more often than not. What are you hearing from your guys or sensing from your guys in the wake of the loss of? Deshaun Watson, just in terms of what they still hope to achieve or accomplish. Yeah, you know, I think there's a there's a resilience that goes to players that you know they understand that injuries are part of the game and they've you know lived through a bunch of them. I think you know it, it gives them a little bit more resolve. But we we need to be careful. It's a little bit like I talked about you know after the first couple of weeks of the season, where 
you know, we weren't getting turnovers. We weren't getting takeaways. And, you know, we, we talked about, look, you know, you can try to do too much and press and you can give up a lot of plays and, you know, you can defeat the purpose and we just need to do our job and do it with a, with a nasty physical attitude and the turnovers will come, and they have. And I think it's the same thing when you're talking about, you know, uh, you know, an injured player, particularly a quarterback. We got to resist the urge to try to do too much and to play outside of, of what we do because, um, you know, what we do is enough and, you know, just make the plays that come to us, do it with some physicality, do it with some great effort and some great spirit, and all those things will take care of itself. And that, that's the best way that we can honor Deshaun, and that's the best way that we can help out DTR. Do you think those penalties after that muff punt were uh, legitimate calls on you guys? Yeah. Nice try. You're not getting me on that. <laughs> um, they, they were called. And, you know, I think that um, – you know, you got to be careful with your hands down there, and um, they're called. Whatever's called on the field, we got to go play. So, you know, that's we, we try not to officiate our jobs to go play defense and to do it with some toughness and some physicality. And you know, even though we gave up a touchdown there, um, like I said, there that 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 just increased our determination. You know, I think our guys really, really. Um, I, I thought they really showed some maturity and they really showed, um, you know, their, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, they, they, re, they really showed something there. And I think that that's it. You know, we, we, uh, we try to play clean. Um, we try to do it as, as physical and, and, and as tough and as fast as we can. If the officials throw a penalty, it's our job to come back the next play and play even better. We didn't get the job done in that situation. It would have really been nice to, have the turnover count or to hold them to a field goal right there. But after we got the win, Jeff, I think long term, maybe it serves us a little bit better. You know, like we, we said, you know, this is this is all just, you know, learning opportunities and you learn from failure sometimes a lot better than um, than success. And, uh, you know, I think that's probably, you know, anything that you do in life. Failure is a wicked teacher. And, um, you know, we learned in that situation you know, penalty can change the game. And, you know, we had our resolve that we weren't going to allow it to uh, affect us. And we went out the next series and, and got a huge, huge. So I thought that was such a turning point for us, not only as a defense, but as a team, being able to get that stop, get the ball back and go win that game, make that kick. Um, I know our fans felt uh, probably the same way because um, that game didn't always look so good early in the game. I got time for one more. Kenny Pickett, Pickett uh, seems to play his best football um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've really studied him that way. Um, you know, we just look at look at the whole body of work. But you know, you'd always respect that about a player when the game's on the line. Um, you know, it's time to go make plays. It's our job to go make plays in the fourth quarter too. So. Um, that would be a great matchup on Sunday. That is all for today on From the Podium. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns on social media, youtube.com slash Browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app. That's where you're going to get the latest news as the Browns continue preparations for their division rival Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. I'm Jake Valencic. Thank you so much for listening to the Cleveland Browns From the Podium podcast.